0: Welcome. You're listening to the RPC Sermons Podcast. You can join us for virtual worship every Sunday at roswellpress.org. Thanks for listening. believe the rest of these folks are a little bit more enthusiastic than i <laughs> Let us join together in prayer. Now may the words of my mouth and meditations to our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O oh Lord, our strength and our redeemer. May your words be more than only words to us and we than only hearers, but doers, in Christ's name, amen. Now this Labor Day weekend 2022, you you don't really need me to tell you that the last several months, the last several years have uh, have, uh, been sort of chaotic. You don't need me to tell you that the, that the world seems to be mired in a state of evil chaos. And any simple 20 or so minute answer to uh, the question, what is God's answer to the evil of the world, uh, seems more than a bit unlikely this morning even though that is the, the title of today's message. For everywhere you look, you see evil, and things seem out of control from an evil dictator across the globe warring against a neighboring country to daily murder on the streets of this and almost every city and town in our nation to teenagers and others inexplicably legally armed with AK military style rifles opening fire on school children or shoppers in grocery stores or at the mall or folks in church or gas stations or or other presumably safe locations to this pandemic that seems to be holding on and on and on. static (laughs) over the speaker system to wildfires and floods and unheard of lakes and rivers, all crucial to our water supply literally drying up overnight and even attacks on and obstruction of our laws and even our democracy and form of government by the very ones sworn to uphold it. And I could go on and on and on. The world seems to be in a state of evil chaos, simply out of control. And sometimes I think there is a belief that all of it all of that can just be put in a box or simply set aside while, while we focus on ourselves and our needs. I sort of came face-to-face with that several nights ago as unable to sleep and, and turning on uh, late-night TV, I was, I was transported into a world of products and gadgets that seemingly exist for the sole purpose of helping me tame the chaos in my life and through that the world we live in. You might be surprised. You might be as surprised as I was to discover that the evil chaos I mentioned in our world is not what I'm told I'm most troubled by. Rather, I'm told that I'm most troubled by the disorder of my own closet. But good news, I can receive the key to ordering and structuring my closet in less than an hour with just three easy payments. (laughs) And if that's not revolutionary enough because I must surely be absolutely heartbroken by the sight of one mangled tomato after another, I learned that there's an incredible as well as beautiful and counter-displayable knife set that can ease my pain and put everything in my troubled, smashed vegetable world right again. As you imagine, there's more. In spite of my thinking that I've enjoyed eating chicken for many years, I discovered that I can only possibly cook chicken properly in a double-door stainless steel countertop rotisserie air fryer that works this magic while I repeat the words, just set it and forget it. And if that wasn't enough to set the evil chaos in my world straight, even though I can't remember the last time that I picked up a bowling ball using my vacuum cleaner, I I also... I also discovered that I can't possibly exist comfortably without a vacuum cleaner that will do exactly that while at the same time that can be emptied using only one hand, presumably leaving my other hand free to slice and dice vegetables and produce <laughs> and produce perfect julienne fries in half the time. And I share all this with you this morning because with a mere phone call or click of a mouse and my credit card, all of these items will certainly bring order to what must be my absolutely chaotic, frenzied, orderless, and generally outright pitiful, sleepless, not to mention free shipping, (laughs) filled life. Yet in complete seriousness, chaos and the need for order really does enter all aspects of our lives, our kitchens, our homes, our offices, our cars, our relationships, and not least of all, the church and our faith lives. And what we crave, or at least what we hope for, is order. We want civil conversations, gracious manners, please and thank you, elbows in their proper places, meetings that run smoothly so more can be accomplished. We want everything to proceed orderly and without too many glitches on the roads, at work, in our relationships. We want everyone to follow the clearly marked signs and symbols so that we can get along nicely at church orders clearly stated in the clearly chosen words in the aptly christened order of worship that we hold in our hands order is important because without it there is evil and chaos in fact we presbyterians love order so much that that we titled one of our constitutional books not just any book but one of our constitutional books, the book of order. And I say all this because chaos and order, maybe the need for, to order the chaos is really a response to keeping the evil in the world hidden, socked away, out of sight. Look at the very beginning of the Bible, Genesis, chapter 1. There was chaos everywhere, so, so God set about to create some order to put everything where it belonged. And yet not long after that, some 1,500 years after that, Martin Luther posted his thesis on that bulletin board door in Wittenberg and it was basically the act that kick-started the Protestant Reformation. And not long after that, other movements of Reformation sprang up throughout Europe. Other creeds and, and confessions were, were penned. We've talked about some in the, in the previous few weeks. And because all that reform Put the order of the Roman Catholic Church in disarray, more chaos resulted. Tensions between Lutherans and other Reformed Christians over things like, what actually happens when we celebrate uh, this sacrament? Those tensions became in, intense, and, and the known and loved order of things where the priest had all the answers and the questions from the floor were frowned upon were no longer in play. So acting to end the controversy and chaos and seeking to bring some order to the evil, good old Frederick the Elector, ruler of the Palatinate, which is basically the ruling family of Germany, asked two young men of the city of Heidelberg, Zacharias Ursinus, professor of theology, and Caspar Olavinus, preacher, to prepare a catechism, a catechism which is basically a teaching guide in question and answer form. To prepare a catechism to settle the most basic questions of faith and theological order. So in what would become good Presbyterian-like form and order, they revised an earlier guide that. Sinus had written and using its outline and some of its questions in 1562 they completed what we know as the Heidelberg Catechism and they published it in January of 1563 and basically it sought to answer today's question what is God's answer to the great evil of the world And its questions and answers are addressed to you and to me. They're personal, they're individual. And its theology is both Catholic, like Jeff said last week, with a lowercase c, meaning universal, and evangelical, meaning taken and according to the teachings of the gospel. And the questions seek to provide an answer, a basis, For orderly coexistence between Lutherans and other Reformed Christians as well as the Roman Catholics. And they remind us that even with powerful vacuum cleaners and even with organized closets and machines that will cook a chicken like grandma used to make in half the time and half the calories, and even in the midst of chaos that sin and evil and the doings of humankind have made of the world, And continue to make of the world that because we're not our own but because we belong body and soul completely and fully in life and death to Jesus Christ and because Christ has fully paid for our sins with his body and with his blood and has set us free from the tyranny of the devil that he still watches over us. In the midst of the evil of the world, he still watches over us in such a way that not even a hair can fall from our head without the will of our Father in heaven. Or said another way, all things work together for our salvation. Even though chaos and disorder and all sorts of evil do find root in our lives on the base, base, basic of levels, we most often find the order we seek right in the midst of the most profound forms of evil. The Heidelberg Catechism, in its 129 questions and answers, taken right from the Bible and filtered through the Reformation teachings, remind us of God's desire to personally meet us right where we live, no matter the worldly circumstances. The catechism reminds us to recognize God who is made manifest even through our worship service even through the prayers that accompany our sacraments, even through the hymns and the songs we sing, it reminds us to recognize Jesus in the order and, yes, the disorder of our homes and our workplaces and our lives, even in the disciplines of prayer and conversation and in the hectic routines and schedules of our lives. And maybe even most of all, in the chaos that is often inevitably found in the world that is filled with the evil of human sinfulness and godless activity. The Heidelberg Catechism in its questions and answers reminds us in good and bad, in order and chaos, in the midst of the great evil of the world, that God's answer to all that is that our only comfort is that ultimately, as people of faith, we are not our own, but that we belong, body and soul, to God through Christ, and all that with free shipping. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we are grateful that in the midst of all that is around us in the world, all that, that is evil, all the doings of humankind, we are reminded that You surround us, that You love us, that, that You sustain us, that, that You redeem us through Your great love in Your Son, Jesus. no matter what, may we keep that in mind. And may we be sustained by the knowledge of your presence among us as we pray in Christ's name. been listening to the RPC Sermons podcast. Please let us know you're here by visiting roswellpress.org and signing our digital friendship register. May the grace and love of God be with you today and throughout the rest of your week. Thanks for listening.